Hello, and welcome to Scissors and Scrubs. I'm Laura. Hey! <laughs> That's Nicole. Hey! Hey, we're just giving you like a brief COVID update. Yes. Since it's an ever-changing thing. why I keep saying what, it's because we're doing the teleconferencing kind of thing, and Laura keeps cutting out on me, and I, I miss half of what she's saying. Sorry. So if you hear me cutting in going, what? That's huh? why. Yeah. yeah. I'm not deaf. I just, she's cutting out on me. Yeah. We're socially distancing. Well, it's being very responsible, and I hate it. Very responsible. <laughs> being very I good. I miss you, and I hate I it, because we're not even working together. I know. Someday. Someday. You picked all the wrong days to work. I don't pick them. What abs? Okay. What abs? My kids would say. What abs, mom? Totes, what abs. Um, so we're going to give you an update. So Right. We're going to talk this week about nice things that are happening for healthcare workers, mm-hmm. which I think is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about some of the symptoms and, and what we're seeing happening with people. Mm-hmm. And some recovery. We're going to talk some happiness recovery. People are recovering. Mm-hmm. What else are we talking about? It's pretty much it. Just anyway. a quick little brief update. Little yeah. All right. How many cases are we looking at in the United States right now? All right. United States, there are 558,768 confirmed cases. Holy cow. Yeah. And you have to remember, like, not everyone's getting tested. People definitely have right. it. And they're just saying, just go home because you have it. Recover there. Like, if you're not too yep. bad off. And people are dying that are not being tested, so there are more deaths than, you know, like the numbers are definitely off, but that is a ton of people, half a million people. Um, what do we have for deaths? For recoveries, we're at 32. I'll take that. Yeah, for recoveries, we're at 32,904. Mm-hmm. And deaths, we're at 22,021. So there's like so 10, 400,000 people that are just in between? Yeah, that are sick now. That's weird, huh? Yeah, I think because we're at we're hitting that, we're getting that to peak. the peak everywhere. So I think everyone. Well, I will say, or, and a lot of times they're not like saying, "Oh, you're recovered." Like the people who went home, yeah, they're not maybe saying, "Oh, they're definitely recovered now." Or it's the recording of it is not. Well, I think terrific. they have to realize too what I'm finding out this week is because you are recovered does not mean you cannot get it again. Yeah, people who are recovered are getting it again, mm-hmm. and when get it you're getting it worse than the first time mm-hmm. so if you do recover don't walk around like you're wearing a shield of armor right because you're not um and unfortunately this week two very close people to me have come down with it mm-hmm. with very different results mm-hmm. um one of them is a police officer he got sick and he's got like the aches and the fever and the headaches mm-hmm. and he's home no Thank God, no breathing problems, no coughing problems. Mm-hmm. And the other one's a relative who went from fine to uh, was up all night coughing, who is now um, ventilated and prone. Mm-hmm. So, and we don't know what's going to happen to him. So uh, I'm praying for both of them. Yeah. I'm not saying this because I want everybody inundating me with prayers and thoughts. Yeah. I, I appreciate you doing your prayers and thoughts, but that's not why I'm doing it. I'm just trying to show the two different extremes right. of um, the illness mm-hmm. and how close to home it's hitting now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My cousin yeah. has recovered. She's out of quarantine. Mm-hmm. So hi, Katie. I'm glad you're out of quarantine. Um, so she's doing what much better. Have? What was it like for her? Um, she had the really bad cough and the fevers and stuff, but she was home the whole mm-hmm. time. Um, and then my friend's um, co-worker, her husband is vented right now. 
Mm. She now has, like, the wife has it. The son yeah. has it. Like, they're both home, but the husband's on a vet. It's just, like, you don't know what one you're going to get or who's going to be the sick or, you know, like, it's... Yep. It doesn't seem to have much of a rhyme or reason because people say, oh, it's just the old people. It's not. It's definitely it's young not, people. It's everybody. It's healthy people that were healthy before. It's like, it's so random. And what I'm finding same. doing the public health nursing part of it, um, quite a few of them tested negative. Mm-hmm. And within two days of the test were, were fully symptomatic. Yeah. Um, one of them, it was the day she tested became fully symptomatic mm-hmm. so or like one of them a couple of weeks ago they went in for a test for the, but they tested them for the at the time so this would have been like the end of march they were testing for just flu mm-hmm. a and b and strep and all the symptoms of covid came back positive for the flu mm-hmm. person really had covid didn't realize it wound up affecting their whole family yeah. so now all of them, every, I mean, it's like a round robin of quarantines and isolations and quarantines and isolations. And now you're on isolation. You're off isolation, but now you're in quarantine. But this one's sick now, so they're um, back on isolation. Yeah. It's crazy. So these, I don't know how accurate these tests are as far as, I don't know if they're showing false negatives. Yeah, I was going to say the positives are positive. I right. think they're showing a lot of false negatives. Right. So I, it's... I just feel like if you feel like you're coming down with something, mm-hmm. stay away from everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, the one, this this person that the husband is vented and the woman isn't, when she, I forget if she or he was tested, it came back negative. Right. And then like two days later, they were really, Fully really sick. And then they yep. tested them again. They're like, oh no, it's positive. Like, so if you get the negative and you have the symptoms, just act as if you have it. Because right. the tests are not, definitely not even close to 100% on that. So I'm going to say I've probably interviewed between 12 and 15 people with it. Mm-hmm. To the person, every single one of them has said the first symptom they had was loss of smell and loss of taste. Really? Every single one? Every wow. single one. Loss of smell, mm-hmm. loss of taste. Um, some of them are having fevers. Some of them are not. Mm-hmm. Some are having a cough. Some of them are not. Mm-hmm. Almost all of them are getting really bad body aches with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of them are getting diarrhea with it. Mm-hmm. I know everybody loves to talk about diarrhea, yeah. so I had to throw that in yeah. there, but it is a symptom. Mm-hmm. But the loss of smell and loss of taste is what a lot of them are complaining about. Mm-hmm. Um, so just keep that in mind if all of a sudden like you, you can't smell stuff. Or, and I, I guess it's dramatic enough you're going to know. You're gonna yeah, know it's like a, not like a slightly, um, slightly off. It's definitely gone. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're all like, oh, I think it's, you know, I'm starting to get out, but there's a couple of them that like, oh, I was feeling kind of crappy, I had a runny nose, which is hard, because of course, this is speaking at allergies. Yeah, I'm season. dying from allergies. I was dying today so. with my yeah. allergies. Um, But just keep all those aware, and mm-hmm. fortunately, the people I'm talking to are all at home, mm-hmm. and, you know, they're miserable, but they're recovering. Right. So, you know, it's, it, there are more people at home than not. So it's not, you know, we have to keep that in mind, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. So then I have the numbers for worldwide, too, because I just thought, what the hell? Oh! Yep. Um, so 1,844,410 confirmed cases worldwide. So almost 2 million cases worldwide. What? Yep. Um, recovered worldwide is 421,497. And deaths worldwide is 113,672. All right. So 
I just keep thinking, and I was working last night, and I was saying, like, imagine if we waited another week or two to shut down. I know. The numbers are going up so fast where we are. Like, you know, every day. So yeah. I'm like, can you imagine if we if they didn't shut it down like until a week later right. or a week after that? The numbers right would be I right. can't even fathom because we've been shut down for almost three weeks, right? Three of at least three weeks. If not more. Yeah. Right. Three so weeks. this is almost twice the length of the illness, like the right. incubation time. So it's like in where not just now bursting out. Like I'm like, how is this because even yeah, because two weeks ago, a lot of these people are all the interaction. And even think about it, two weeks ago, people weren't as locked down as they are now. Yeah. People right. were still doing a lot more stuff than they're doing now. Right. It's um, just I unbelievable. Mean, at some point, we're going to have to start getting the mix with each other. But I do believe this was helpful in the response for the hospitals. Because in our own hospital, it has given them time to slowly roll yeah. out different ICUs places. Mm-hmm. We're having, I swear to God, we're going to have an ICU in the cafeteria. Next. I know. They're going to be put next to the hamburgers, I'm yeah. telling you. Um, not only is it allowing them to roll out these ICUs, but they're moving a lot of staff around because, you know, people realize, yeah, you can have 30,000 ventilators, but who the hell is going to staff them? Right. There's not 30,000 ICU nurses mm-hmm. in the state of Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. we got to find people to run the events. we got to find people to take care of these patients. Mm-hmm. There's not that as many nurses as you think. Right. <laughs> you know, and the ones... I mean, there was a joke that came out on Facebook today, like, you know, first, when it first came out, if you were exposed, you went home for 14 days. Yeah. And it was like, well, if you're exposed, you're coming back to work. Well, if you're dead, you still have to come to work. Yeah. You know, like, they need the nurses. Nurses, because there's not enough to run these. Right. And, you know, a nurse is not a nurse is not a nurse. You can't just stick us in different places. It's mm-hmm. not that easy. Mm-hmm. And the poor ICU nurses who are, they're really taking the brunt of it. Yeah. The I- ER and the ICU the front lines of this really yeah and uh, i gotta give them credit i gotta oh, give them their props i know that, that's tough it's it, yeah it's hot um so anyways people are people are recovering right but thank god everybody's shutting down because i can't even fathom the numbers what the numbers would be if it had just been no. one more week it, like unbelievable it makes a difference stay home like you have to stay home Right, and we're seeing the difference it made, thank God. Huge. I mean, I just um, keep thinking it. This is the numbers we have now, and they're high. And, like, imagine if it was literally if they waited one more week. Like, I just, the amount of people that would have been affected. I can't even fathom those numbers. Right. Yeah. Because it's wicked contagious. Yeah. Like, it's more contagious than I thought, because, like I said, when I just, doing the tracing we're doing, and you're just seeing how, like, okay, yeah, they came across them, and now they're infected, mm-hmm. they come, and now they're infected. It's mm-hmm. like, wow. Yeah. Um, so that being said, uh, there's been a lot of nice stuff going on for the healthcare workers. Yeah. I, it's kind of nice. This mm-hmm. week, somebody um, dropped a Dunkin' Donuts card off my door, which I thought was oh, very, nice. very nice. Um, and if you know me, you know Dunkin' Donuts is my go-to place mm-hmm. right after McDonald's. Mm-hmm. I got a ham and pot pie at my door. You know, a ham pot you know, pie. You know how I love meat pies? Mm-hmm. Yep. We had it for dinner today. It was delicious. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody wants to leave me a hand pie, I'll take it. <laughs> um, any kind of meat pie. I yeah. love meat pie. Um, I got cannolis. Cannoli corner um, in Swampscott, I'm not going to lie. Nicole doesn't only run on dunks, she runs on cannolis. And this guy makes the best goddamn cannolis I've ever had in my life. I love to try them. So um, they donated a bunch of pastries to Salem Hospital. 
and they dropped off because they know how much I love the cannolis. They gave me a nice cannoli kit, and um, I want to thank them. And that was very, very sweet. Yeah. But I'm seeing we have a bunch of notes in the OR. Oh, um, I said I was saying to my friend, you know, we were walking six feet away, and well, I'm going to get hit, killed by a car. That's how I'm going to die during this COVID <laughs> crisis. I'm going to get killed by a car on my walk because I'm literally walking in the middle of the street. So because my friend's walking on the sidewalk. Um, but I'm saying to her, I'm like, the the only time I've ever seen this. Is, was after the bombing. Yes. We got cards and letters and pictures from kids and um, flowers and food and, like, New York. And I was thinking this the other day. Like, when, when the Boston had the bombing, New York hospitals sent us, like, pizzas and meals. And I stuff Because that, yes. they had 9-11 and we had sent them food. And then they sent us food, like, in support. Like, here, eat. You know, like, and they would send it right. to different sections of the hospital. Um, which is very sweet. I'm like, but... Now it's, we probably would be doing that. Like if it was just New York going through this, we would probably right. be sending them food. But since we're going through, like it's, you can't. So these other people that are doing it now, our patients, families are just people in the community that are doing that is great because normally we do this for each other. You know, like we would right. be like, oh, they're hurting. They need help. Like let's send them something so they know we're supporting them. So people in the community are doing it. And it's just, that's like a great thing to know someone's supporting you and I can tell you from experience I mean I've been in the OR 26 years now mm -hmm. um the best way to get to any nurse's heart is usually food yeah I mean because you could leave moldy three-year-old food on that lounge mm -hmm. table and somebody's gonna eat it so yeah. the best way to get in a nurse's heart is food yeah um the other night I was working and one of the pizza places in Boston people are donating it to the pizza place mm -hmm. for them to feed us. Yeah. So um, we wound up getting like eight pizzas and a salad. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is fabulous. Like, I was working the other night and a girl, our friend Sam, her cousin, um, I don't, they do something in the restaurant business and they got um, like paninis and salads and all this stuff brought in for us. And it's just, and it's nice. It's really nice. Yep. Yeah, I know in Melrose they're doing, um, the community has like a GoFundMe and then they buy, they go to local restaurants. So they're funding local restaurants yep. and having them send the food to the hospital, which is great. So I'm you're doing everything, you know, so it's nice. A we lot are, of places are know, doing that. There's a lot of places doing that. The food at the hospital, they are feeding us, but the, the it's limited. Okay. The salad bars are gone. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of the food that you would normally get in the cafeteria, you can't get soups anymore. Mm -hmm. They're on lockdown. Mm -hmm. So the variety isn't there. So a lot of people have to take from home. And sometimes I'm not having time to make what mm -hmm. I want because I've been with the kids all day mm -hmm. trying to get them ready before mm -hmm. I go to work. So it is nice to get this food coming in. It's, it's greatly appreciated for everybody yeah. who has done that for us. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to thank just the fact that people are putting the thought into this. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, my town the other night, they were driving around beeping horns and bells and everything to thank the, the healthcare workers. Mm -hmm. We have quite a few ICU nurses in my town, so kudos to them. Mm -hmm. um, Boston put hearts on the buildings yeah. to thank the healthcare workers. Mm -hmm. But you have to remember, it's not just the healthcare workers you have to thank. Those grocery workers, mm -hmm. a lot of the people I'm seeing getting sick of the, the pharmacy techs are getting sick. 
because they're the front line. Yeah. Thank them too. Mm-hmm. I mean, be nice to these people when you're in there because they're not getting paid what the nurses are getting paid. Right. Um, and they're dealing with people just as sick. So mm-hmm. um, it's nice. It's nice to see that. Yeah. And all the buildings are being like lit up blue, like across the country um, in support of healthcare workers or essential work. I don't even know if it's just right. healthcare, like essential workers and like the, the garden and um, Gillette yeah, Stadium bridge and, and the bridge and the bridges in New York and uh, you know, San Francisco and LA, like, all around, they, they're lightening up. It's like it's nice to see when it you is. park your car at the um, lot that I park at. There's a big sign on the outside that says "Thank you so much" with like these little. I don't know how they did it. It's like a cardboard sign. It has little um, cups in it, and it has they have like live flowers in it with water and like oh, it's like nice. all signed from all different. It's like really, it's really so you're like oh that was really thoughtful. Like and they know like oh this is where they park. It's not even at the hospital, you know. Like so it's just. It's just nice. Yeah. It is. You know, it's, it's not fun thinking you have to go into work. You mm-hmm. never know what you're going to deal with. You never know what what's coming down. Yeah. So to go in and feel appreciated is nice. Yeah. And, you know, people are dro- – I, I walked by the front desk the other day. People even dropping off stuff there. Yeah. I, I came in last. I was like, oh, my God. What is – like, there's a ton of stuff there. and the signs are so cute and the drawings are so cute from like the kids like that. I love the kids stuff. Yeah. I love the kids stuff. One of the kids in my neighborhood drew on the sidewalk this huge sidewalk chalk thing. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And he, I don't, know, I don't know if it was a kid or adult because they had the symbols for police, for fire, oh, for EMS, yeah. for nurses. I was like, wow, this person really took some time. Must yeah. have been a nice day outside. Yeah. Um. So it is. It's nice to see all that. Yeah. And it it it's a little bit of um. A little light in the middle of all of this going on because it's a hard time for everybody it really is yeah. i mean we read the emails the other day and people are struggling at home they are right right people are struggling at home people are struggling people who have to work are struggling because they're afraid and they're anxious and you know you don't know what you, anybody any like at the grocery store at home depot wherever you're still coming you you know every you want to be safe at home but you have to go out and it's just a stressful time and even if you're not doing it your job is a you know like even if you're not on a floor with covid patients or whatever your your job is now different because everything's being run differently and everything right, is, and we have the chance that they could pull us out and put us someplace yeah. we've never worked before right. and that's stressful alone. right so like, you just stress every day like am i going somewhere i don't know or you know yeah. like or how many people are going to be there because they took people to do other things so you know what can i run and what can't i run and it's just you know it's just it's just a well, weird time for me, it's probably the first time I've ever kept my mouth shut at work. I Whatever they tell me to do, I'm like, okay, just don't move me. You sure? Yep. Oh, I'd love to stay late. Nope, just don't move me. Yeah. Like, anything they tell me to do, usually I'm like, fuck you, I'm not doing that. And I'm like, oh, I'd love to do that. That's a great idea. Sure, I'll the that. floor's clean. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, just don't move me out of the OR. It's like somebody trying to take me out of my foster home. I'm like, don't leave me. I know these people. I know. It's just a str- It's like a weird time. You know, it's just weird. a weird time. It is, it is, and um, I'm such a social person to not be able to go out and talk to people and touch people, and I don't need to me. touch people, killing but me. I do, I do like to go out, but I do, I don't know why, I feel like I am, I think because I go for a walk, and I, like, I'm out every day, but I think that really helps. But I want to sit in a restaurant. 
Where I didn't cook the food. I didn't I, shop for the food. I am very tired of cooking. I don't have to wash the dishes after the yeah, food. And washing dishes. I didn't have to I wanna I want a drink that somebody else is gonna make and mm-hmm. I wanna sit with my girlfriends and I wanna be able to eat crap food. Yeah. Buffalo wings. I wanna have buffalo juice dripping off my face mm-hmm. and I don't have to clean the dishes up afterwards. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. I know. You know, I don't think that's I too know. much to ask. No, and I want to be not. sitting on an outside patio while I'm doing it. Well, I keep thinking like, because I'm, I'm ridiculous. I'm like, oh, like I look good. I'm working out. <laughs> I have all these cute clothes. I'm like, I'm not wearing, I'm not going to wear them. All summer, I'm going to be in my house. Like I work this hard and I look good and I'm healthy and you know, I'm like, oh, all right, I got a cute bathing suit. I'm like, where am I wearing this? In my backyard? Where am I wearing this bathing suit? Jesus, this is so much. I'm the thinnest I've been in five years. I know. I can't wear it anywhere. By the time this is over, all that weight's going to be back on. Yeah. I can't stop eating. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be taking a lot of pictures. I'm going to be posting pictures. I never do. I'm going to. Someone's going to see me. Oh, it's killing me. It's absolutely yeah. killing me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man. So, I keep looking uh, at my clothes. Oh, I could wear that. Well, if you see me dancing around my driveway and on my deck in these new clothes, like, just look away, okay? Just look away. Just I'll just be going for my walk in my cute clothes. <laughs> yeah, I'll FaceTime you and we'll pretend we're out on the deck. I'll put a romper on. on. Face and be like, here's the buffalo wings I was talking about. Because <laughs> we're going to still be on quarantine. It'll be like just next Christmas. I know. Oh, so, right. I do have some things from businessnews.com on the COVID-19 recovery. Oh, excellent. I mean, it's not a lot because it's so new. That we don't really know too much about recovery. However, that being said, there's more than 372,000 people worldwide that have recovered. Now it's, so this is like two days ago. Now they're saying there's like 400,000 people that have recovered. Yep. Um, Recovered patients can have a um, cough and fatigue for weeks after the major symptoms have disappeared. It can be up to six weeks until they feel normal. Better. Yeah. I believe it. Um. And, it, and if you are a critically ill patient, like if you're one that's on the ventilator, it can, it's going to be months before you are feeling oh, no. back to yourself. Um, then the, so can I ask you real quick? I don't know if you know the answer to this. How so, are they Are they coming off these ventilators? Some are people, people are coming off vents. Some yeah. people are coming off their vents. They're on vents, though. When you're on the vent, a lot of the people are on for weeks. Oh, okay. It's not like you vented for two days and you're coming off. They're when they get to that point, they've been on for a while. Okay. They seem to stay on it for a while. Okay. But then show signs of improvement, some of them. Um, though they're not sure yet, patients who were critically ill could be left with scarred lungs and reduced lung function because they're, uh, they're thinking, and they've seen like some patients from like China or wherever that happened months ago, um, that their lung functions after are like patients with ARDS. Um, yeah, yeah. So they, you get severe scarring because your lungs are that sick. So right. they, people who are critically ill could have lifetime, lifelong effects from this. Well, they're always going to be susceptible now to any kind yeah. of pneumonia or right. anything coming down the pipe. So they really do have right. to be very careful. Um, and recovery can and most likely means that these people will have some sort of immunity. But they don't know how long that immunity lasts. Lasts. Um, and like, if you only got a mild case, you only have like a slight immunity. Mild, you know, like, yeah. Right. So they don't, they're not sure because it's all new. Um, if you're wondering what that sneeze was, that was my child. That was not me. Okay. <laughs> Who's laying right next to me? Oh boy. Hi, Garrett. Go Hi, ahead. Garrett. Um, 
And already there's cases in China and elsewhere that where recovered patients have tested positive again. Oh my God. So again, were those mild cases and they tested positive? Well, it's like chicken pox. I mean, you get a mild case of the and chicken you pox, you're going to get them again. Right. So that's really kind of all they know about recovery. People are recovering. You have to remember those numbers. People are recovering, but it is still serious because if we don't do this social distancing thing, the numbers would be way higher astronomical yeah well they're already revamping the numbers because they predicted it was like two hundred thousand people were going to die from this or like an outrageous amount of people and we're not there we're not even close to because of the i think because it will shut down yeah yeah and they know that they're like if we do this it will occur you know like they kept saying it no one was hearing it but because and look that's almost a month i was a non-believer yeah but that's almost a month ago you know and we're still having all these people so just think like if we didn't do that Right. The amount would be right. insane. So it definitely worked. It is yeah, working, absolutely. but it has to keep, you have to keep doing it. Right. So. Right. And that's that. All right. Well, that's our update for this week. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what we'll come out with you next week. I know. Uh, I don't know. Are you going to have to write to us? We have something to tell you next week. Yeah. Um, we did do a great interview with New England Organ Donor Services. Mm-hmm. Um, and that episode's going to be coming out, I believe, Monday, right? Next Monday, not tomorrow, not a tomorrow. week from a week. Yeah. Um, he's very informative. He was great. Mm-hmm. It's a great interview. So uh, I look forward to that episode coming out. Yeah. Um, I am working on. We are working on mm-hmm. Mother's Day. We're doing life after babies mm-hmm. and menopause. Mm-hmm. So if you've got any good stories yeah. for that, everybody's good. Like, so I was sitting in the lounge the other night, and I'm writing down my menopause episode, mm-hmm. and just talking with two. One woman is that I was speaking to is like in the peri, and the other one is post menopause. Mm-hmm. So to hear them talking back and forth, I was dying laughing. Oh, so I'm saving it for the episode, but I was dying laughing. Right. Um, all of us have stories of life after babies. All of us have. Some of us have stories of. Getting close. Some of us are closer to menopause than others, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> mm-hmm. couldn't possibly be me. I'm not that old. No. Um, so if you have anything, throw them at us. We'd love to hear it. Yeah, any, but any story. I mean, like we said, you're on quarantine. you got nothing else to do. Yeah, just right? write it down. Shoot yeah. a few emails. Yeah. Make you feel like you did something today. <laughs> exactly. Stay on be schedule. part of the. Be part of the. Oh. All, All right. right. All right. Stay safe. Have Wear your masks. Night. Stay home. And um, we'll catch up with you in a couple of weeks, couple of days, or whatever. Yeah. Bye. 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 Like, subscribe, rate, and review the Scissors and Scrubs podcast on whatever podcast app you listen to us on. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Scissors and Scrubs. And email us any of your stories or thoughts to scissorsandscrubs at gmail.com.